Hey, welcome to Talking in Stations. I'm Adderall, and this is Elise. Yeah, nice to see you guys. We're coming to you from Las Vegas. It's live and it's morning, so everybody's dead and it's nice and quiet back here. <laughs> uh, they'll yeah. be up and around in just a few hours and stuff. But it's been great this year. It's 2019, and uh, they had opening ceremonies and talked about all kinds of stuff. And there was a CCP convict up there for the first time I've seen him uh, live as a CCP, and that was really cool. Uh, he even had an e-vegan shirt on to continue the, <laughs> the tradition of misspelling a city's name. Uh, but when I saw it, I thought, I really want that shirt. So maybe they'll make two. Um, you can always, you can always, I'm sure they'll put it all on like a silent auction or something. Yeah. So I wonder if we're the same size. So uh, we've seen a lot of stuff coming out of Rise uh, on, the, that was just yesterday. And then, um, wow, there's just a ton. This is the first schedule that I can honestly say was packed uh, with different things that I wanted to see. Um, what about you, Elise? Yeah, it felt really, really dense, right? And they front-loaded it, too. So it was like the keynote as soon as you got here. And then yesterday, CCP Rises presentation, everyone, there was kind of like a buzz about it, I think. Yeah, definitely. Everyone really wanted to uh, to talk about it. I think he was feeling it, too. He felt some pressure. <laughs> I think so. I, I have a feeling, like, these people are, are not shy about saying what's on their mind. And yeah. I saw him in the hallways quite a bit with people saying, hey, we're really waiting to, to see what you're going to say tomorrow. Yeah. We might unsub if you screw it up, so don't. Don't mess up. So. Yeah, like it's not just you guys uh, that pressure uh, <laughs> rise because people here were like every conversation he was having was stacking it higher and higher. But I think he killed it. He yeah. went out there and he looked calm. Uh, he presented, and uh, you know it's a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll go ahead and save that for uh, a little bit later. But uh, what are some of the like highlights that you had behind the scenes? So we changed venues this year, so it's yeah. a little bit different. And there's a really long hallway to get to the uh, like the convention center and the main floor and everything. Oh, that's right. That's so I've just been like walking back and forth in the hallways, just seeing the the same faces or yeah. new faces. Um, I was actually really surprised. Usually at these, at least at E Vegas, it always felt like there was like sixty percent, seventy percent old faces, and then thirty percent new. It seemed like fifty fifty this year. Yeah, there are so more. many people that uh, had come for the first time. Huh. Um, obviously, the the allure of uh, the last official E Vegas. Obviously, E Vegas yeah. is going nowhere because <laughs> uh, it's going back to a player meet. So, yeah, I think you're totally right about that. It seems to be a lot of new faces, faces that I haven't yeah. uh, seen before, and I think that's great. It shows like a lot of uh, more, you know, interest in the game and everything. But you still get caught in hallways. I see you can't get very far without people saying, "Elise." Yeah. Well, that's my favorite thing to do. So I get to see that a lot of times people I see like once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. Um, and it's like putting a face to a voice because, mm -hmm. I mean, we're on Discord and Mumble and, and uh, TeamSpeak. So you know everyone's like name and their voice, but you have no idea what they look like. So yeah. it's really fun to be like, read the, the little tags of people walking by and be like, I know you. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So we roped you into something, right? I went and grabbed you, dragged you into the media room, and uh, we uh, talked informally with uh, PC Gamers author uh, Steve Mesner. Yeah, and uh, what was that about? What was that like? Can you say? So it was really fun. So we were talking about um, like the the uh, Chinese scene for Eve Online and yeah. and how that's going to go. And we kind of <laughs> we kind of started rambling towards the end, which is how all all the all conversations interviews? go at E Vegas. Right, oh, you just yeah. start rambling about Eve, uh, uh, just talking about like where it's going to go. We had Wind Spirits there, who was great. He gave us a lot of really really the good insight. Founder of Fraternity. Yeah. So it's nice that he was able to to make it out here. I know Norris really wanted to be out here, but he just couldn't 
couldn't quite make it towards the end. Oh, the timing was wrong. Yeah. yeah. But that was pretty cool. So it was neat to see uh, an interview in progress with you know, a famous player like Elise over here. Mm. Uh, we also did our own interviews where we talked to CCP out on the balcony. We're releasing those uh, one at a time right about now, actually. So <laughs> check those out. Um, all right. Well, let's get into some of the material that's been covered uh, here at eVegas. I want to first bring on somebody who's very familiar to you, but this is going to be like the first time you see him on. Actually, that's not true. He's on camera all the time. Yeah. Oh, so this is Ashtarothi. Come on up, Ashtarothi. Come on down. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, fellow Empyreans. I am Ashtarothi, and this is eVegas 2019. All right. Don't kill him with the... Yeah. So this is Ashtarothi. He's hanging out with us here in Vegas. He's been having a good time. I think also hanging out with Fonsui, right? Yeah, me and Fonsui have been spending a lot of time together, hanging yeah. out, um, and other people too. I spend some time with my Aider bros and yeah. other people catching up with. So who are the uh, some of the surprising faces or excited people that make you excited to be here? Like any faces or people you wanted to meet or anything like that? I I'm just glad to see what CCP Rise is doing, mm -hmm. um, and uh, really meeting up with a bunch of the other CCPers, uh, the people that really care about all this and and don't want me to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Being able to look them in the eyes and try to suss it out. Uh, <laughs> I had a good uh, chat with CCP Burger. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, just how accessible everybody is around here. Yeah. Um, meeting a bunch of people. Uh, I've, I met up with a few of my contributors, which was really good. Really good. Spend yeah. some time with, with the people that oh, yeah, you're, you're really you're like the stream. A famous streamer now. So, I, I, yeah. <laughs> tell, wait, tell us about that. What's, what's a favorite streamer? What? What is a favorite streamer? My favorite streamer. I'm not sure. No, not what your favorite streamer is, but what is that? Is that a status of some sort? No, I'm a, I, well, I'm a partner now, which is a... Oh, you're a partner with Twitch. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a yeah. Twitch partner now. Well, congratulations. Thanks to, thanks to everybody. This is, the, this is the face of jealousy. How did he do that? <laughs> like, well, you, you stream eight to 10 hours a day. Okay. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. And uh, so you saw some, some of your uh, followers or patrons or whatever they're called and... You've been hanging out with them and yep. hanging out with some CCPers. Yeah. We had a great uh, party last night. Yeah. We were able to mingle with a lot of people real quickly. Uh, dancing with Burger. We got to watch Permaban. How was that? That was awesome. I love Permaban. I love, the, I love the fact that they still, like, they're here and they're totally dedicated to it. And, like, it just shows how much passion there is for Eve, both mm. from the people who makes it, make it or made it, yeah. um, all the way to us that enjoy it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you said something that was very interesting. Of course, said many things very interesting. But one thing stuck out to me yesterday about uh, this specific E-Vegas, and that was they buried the lead. I do. I feel like they buried the lead. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I've, I've done a lot of thinking as to why. Um, but, you know, at the very end, they kind of sneak out there. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is Invasions Chapter 2. Like, I've never heard a, an expansion whispered quite, quite like that before. Um, and then at the end of the variety hour of all of the different presentations, they were like, oh, yeah, also in the next version, uh, Empire's Triglavians choose a side. And like, I lost my mind because that's the whole <laughs> that's the whole point. Right. Like, I want to I want to join the flow of Virage. I want to be glorified. Really? So, not going to fight for the empire? Oh, no, no. Triangles <laughs> yeah. all the way. Oh, wow. That's that's kind of like the, the vibe that I'm getting from everyone. Because like, you know, they've got the Triglavian like suit and body armor that you yes. can choose right and i've seen like so many people wear that in game and be like i want to be like part of the Triglavian menace there's a huge thing about well i mean like concords are a real enemy right like i mean <laughs> for all we know the triangles have it right 
and that we've just yeah. been lied to all this time. Yeah. So you finally get a chance to fight for uh, the uh, people you study all the time. That's right? that's my hope. I hope that maybe yeah. Zoria will tell me a little bit more about <laughs> what you think. <laughs> what, what did you think about their weaponry? The this new dreadnought that's coming out. I'm. You know, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of people that think it's really overpowered. Um, the it's just it's going to be fascinating. The thing that I find the most interesting for me, though, is that it uses, from my from my understanding, it uses Tech One materials, which for a practical would mean that it takes yeah. stuff out of the abyss, which is already under a lot of pressure right now. So we've seen price of things from the abyss double to triple in the last month, mm. and this is only going to put additional pressure on it. So if you have a if you have an abyssal build that you've been you know, just letting collect dust, it might be time oh. to, to start running again. Yeah, it's going to be insanely profitable for a oh, while it's, for it's the, uh, yeah. Well, they expect these things to like be used. They're not going to be, what do they call them? Hanger? Yeah, they're not going to be, they're not going to be like the, ornaments. the yeah. Revenant or anything like that. They, yeah. they want these kind of out there and, yeah. and blasting away. One of the coolest things, if you guys haven't like been able to catch absolutely everything so far, is CCP Rise was mentioning <laughs> that uh, as they were developing the Dread, they found like a weird bug with the Entropic Disintegrator ramp up. It was stacking with the with the sings, the damage mods for the Triglavian ships. Oh wow! Um, and so they fixed that, and so now as a result, all the Triglavian ships do like a little bit more damage. Yeah, which is pretty more? insane. Yeah, so because, it was basically as it was ramping, it uh -huh. was getting to the point where it was causing stacking penalties against its own entropic radiation sinks. Uh huh. So it's causing it to not be as powerful as it should be. So at maximum ramp with entropic radiation sinks, all of them have been. A little bit weaker than they should be, so they're going to get stronger. Yikes. And then the reason <laughs> yeah. why is because the dread okay. has like an eight hundred percent bonus, and so that like blew out the water. Wow, they're getting stronger then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll so. take your word for it. And uh, <laughs> see all the Triglavian ships, which are already super dominant. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. <laughs> like powerful. They're getting like five or ten percent more powerful. It's so. only on the only if they brand. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah. at the uh, only at the high end. But wow. that was one of my favorite things. They're like, yeah, when we were making this, we realized we broke stuff. And so we fixed it. And <laughs> it, it's very reminiscent of like uh, eight or nine years ago, um, they were fixing heavy missiles. They, they were working with something because it was lagging the server out. Yeah. And when they, when they fixed it, the Jita node got really like fixed. Mm -hmm. Like the, the lag went away and everything like that. Oh, They're wow. like, yeah, we have no idea what happened, but... We fixed Cheetah. <laughs> so, good times. Yeah, I was talking to Safe and Aquarian. Apparently, they also learned a lot about like their effect system and how special effects are rendered in the in the client um, through doing the dread too. So every time they build something new like this, they <laughs> they learn more about their own system. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I was distracted by RVB. Just flew by. <laughs> okay, I was on a delay, so I didn't realize it. But yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Um, anything else? That, like, what's it like hanging out with Fonsui? You, you guys work together pretty closely in, uh, in the game. The like, dude's a trip, man. He's, he's a great kid. He, he cares so much about this game. Um, he, he's been, it's been fun because like, you know, I've gotten to see a lot of these uh, CCPers in previous events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he is not. This is his first time. Yeah. So he's just kind of following along and like, we'll meet up a CCP guy and he'll just like lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, it's he's, good to see that passion for somebody who's, who's put so much time yeah. into, uh, into making things for the community and such. Yeah. He does yeah. a lot of work. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's good to see you here. Ashtrothi. This is not your first rodeo. You've been no. here before. No. Yeah. Hey, I, this is a, I was here in 2015. Yeah. I remember yeah. that's uh, that's when we met. <clears throat> Uh, well, cool. Thanks uh, for coming up, and 
we will see you for, I guess today's going to be a big day too, because uh, what's happening today, this is going to be the bots and uh, economic talk? Or yeah. Bots, bots, bots and data. data bots which and I'm data. super pumped for. Like yeah. I talked to CSP Larkin about this um, yesterday. Like mm. Larkin came on as, as a developer, you know, as a designer, just like a lot of the others. Yeah, Larkin, um, yep. Uh, and then uh, when Quant left the company, he handed over a lot of his stuff to Larkin. And um, he gave him all his stuff. Yeah, yeah. All, well, all of his data tools, all of the all of the analytics and the and the charts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so now, like, he's become a full fledged data scientist, which I think is really cool. And wow. I, I talked to him about it. That transitions. I'm I'm really a. Uh, I'm pleased to see CCPers kind of find their home. Wild. He's skilled up. Yeah. Well, the other thing is happening today. Your talk. I am. I am giving a presentation. It is. Uh, it's not going to be streamed live because uh, what? Yeah, it's uh, going to be at the the same time as the Friendship Machine with CCP Ghost. But it will get recorded. But it will get recorded. Okay. Um, and it's about the the history of Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a little different spin on it. So it's I'm just uh, going back and looking at the uh, the different ships that you would fly at like any given year in Eve Online. So the things that were uh, super dominant and coming here right now, I just realized I had a little prop. I had a little tiny Drake. Because uh, oh, really? obviously the Drake's going to play an, an important role in the talk. <laughs> yeah. That's it's never been used. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a strange ship because I remember it as like a PvP tank ship. Like, yeah. That's the era I came in. You can almost tell a player that when they started by the condition of the Drake. You know? <laughs> I came in when it was a fleet ship, or I came in when it was a PvE ship, or I came in when it was just completely out of favor. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but today is really dense with uh, pres- presentations, right. both... Uh, dev presentations and player presentations. So yeah, uh, and of course roundtables and stuff like that. So yeah, well, what I've noticed about this uh, E Vegas, it just seems to be really dense with like pl- things that you actually want to go and like you know yeah. listen to. And stuff. Yeah, it felt like uh, like last E Vegas and the one before that. It felt like there were like a lot more player presentations, a lot more presentations just to begin with. Yeah, um, but they've really like con- concentrated it down mm-hmm. to. Uh, to, to quite, as you were saying, quite a dense uh, package. Yeah. I think it has something to do with how many devs are here. They said that there's more 40, CCP near, devs here than ever before. Like so 38 or 40. So yeah. many different people that are there to talk about what they're doing. Yeah. I also think it's, uh, it's Eve Vegas, but they also have um, Eve Echoes, which we'll talk about in a little bit in a moment. Um, but I do want to uh, switch over to uh, uh, Noisy Gamer. Uh, can you hand that to him? Or? Yeah, I can. Well, welcome, Noisy Gamer. Is somebody who's a veteran of uh, E Vegas come many times. Uh, I met him a few years ago, and I didn't know who he was. And I sat down to lunch with him with Minxy. And you know, when I sit down at a table, I start talking. And so I was talking about this and that, and I started talking about Russians. And then some guy across from me started talking about Russians too, and he knew more than me by far. And I thought well, I better step up my game. So I started talking more about history and Russians and he stepped up his game. And next thing I know, I felt completely outclassed. And so we file out of the booth and Minxie says, matter all, meet Noisy Gamer. And I thought, well, that explains it. I was talking to Noisy Gamer about Russians and RMT and stuff like that. And not that they go together. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, gotta be careful with that. Yeah, but Noisy Gamer, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. Is this okay? Yeah. All right. So, any highlights for you? Okay, first, okay, so just a general highlight. This has probably been the convention I've gone to with the most content or most uh, presentations I want to see mm-hmm. since FanFest 2015. Wow, that's wow. three years. Um, 
in 2016, CCP started, I think CCP saw eVegas and they wanted to make FanFest more like eVegas, which is, has less of a concentration on uh, presentation. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see, and it's nice to see um, that, uh, that uh, CCP's, you know, got all the presentations. They're actually uh, telling us a lot of things, which I was kind of wary about. Let me help you just with that. There you go. This is good. Okay, I'll try this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's like I was a little wary about how much information they were going to give us. Mm-hmm. So, so far, so good. Uh, so that's just the general. Yeah. Uh, highlights or when I'm... Even behind the scenes stuff, like do you run into somebody you want to see or... Well, I've been sick. Oh. And I've had surgery uh, the last couple nights. I've just stayed in my room. Mm. Um, I haven't been going around and anything like that mm-hmm. i got new medicine on tuesday it's been kicking my butt oh yeah so yeah so i've been like getting lots of sleep the last couple nights so i'm maybe in the best shape of anybody here because i think everybody else was out drinking <laughs> yeah so definitely him yeah <laughs> that's why my my voice is a little bit gone because we we changed venues this year as we we're saying and the the new nightclub that they're they hold the the biggie party at yeah. uh there are no little quiet corners like there used to be so there was a lot of shouting, so my voice is gone. So yeah. that's not karaoke that's causing the voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, if only. They, they wouldn't let me do too much Taylor Swift. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just <laughs> that's all I that, know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so, yeah. so for the content so far. So you've been taking it easy, but you've been looking at the content. I love what you do here because you treat it like a convention, which inspires me to sit down and take notes and you know, make sure that you're understanding what they're saying so you can put it out in your blog. And then, and I haven't like written that much because I keep writing, trying to write in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there's been so much, like the keynote had so much in it, yeah. despite what Reddit, what uh, the Reddit uh, sub, uh, what the subreddit says, right? Yeah. There was a lot. I'm still going through it and everything. Uh, hopefully, I'll have something out Monday. But, um, but yeah, it was like there was a lot of stuff. Uh, Rise's presentation yesterday filled in a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got questions on whether what's you know if a, uh, if a bi-weekly release schedule is going to you know bring a lot of players in because traditionally it's been big expansions mm-hmm. however as as ash said they buried the lead yeah with invasion chapter two which is going to be the invasion which is going to be the new content and it's yeah. going to be exciting yeah um, are you picking a side minmatar Oh, fighting Minmatar, for the empire. Minmatar all the way. I you mean, can kill Ashtarathi. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like I've, I've, most of my characters are, min, are Minmatar. Yeah. I live in Minmatar's uh, space. And uh, I don't care if the Amar call it like lower or something or higher or something, mm-hmm. that Amar can just go like, you know. <laughs> take a hike. Yeah. Can, yeah. Take a hike, Amar. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. They can take a hike. They can like, take their yeah. map and go and go away. So you've always been pure Minmatar. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's great. I trained up Minmatar first. Uh, it's been Minmatar and uh, then Ore ships. And then I got into uh, Sisters of Eve ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you go into Signal Cartel, you're going to you're going to wind up. Which flying. is your corporation? Yeah, I, I was I was uh, with Minxie's and Jenny's group for a year and a half. Okay. Then I solo now. Yeah, because it's like when I go mining, mm-hmm. I have like I have my 
you know, have my uh, procurer out there. Yeah. But then I have a ship that's cloaked. And so if somebody comes around, they, I can shoot them. Well, that's not, that's, that's not really uh, compliant with signal cartels rules and, and <laughs> oh. values. So it <laughs> was like if I, if I wanted to go out and mine in Losec, yeah. the way that I like to mine in Losec, I really couldn't be a member of signal cartel. So anymore. you're too aggressive for signal cartel. <laughs> you're telling me yeah, this. and I haven't killed a ship outside of a, a potter uh-huh. uh, in, uh, in uh, July. I have not ki- had a real kill mail since 2011. Oh wow! So, but you you go after botters though? Well, is that what no, you're saying? Or no, I, I don't even go after the botters. Uh, I don't try to kill botters. I've okay. reported them a lot. Yeah. Well, that's like killing them. Yeah. But, but it's always a fun event when they transport the the botters to Uli, so everyone can just like get a piece of the action. I was right? working from home one day, and I was able to, to to race out there. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot more fun doing that than like just camping a station mm-hmm. and record and reporting all the the distribution bots mm-hmm. that come through it's, it's it's a lot more fun shooting a titan yeah we just make sure yeah you have soft voice we all have like uh you know day three voices so it's uh, <laughs> but um what was your what, what would you say was one of the more interesting uh topics they've been hitting okay so if you go with you got your Eve Online, which is, you know, I think I've talked a little bit about it. Nash did. Yeah. And then if you go from a business perspective, uh-huh. I, would, I would say Eve Echoes is probably the biggest news coming out of this convention. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Because um, it's, okay, so they've, they announced that they're, they're going to be going into beta, I believe, in December. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like I went to the, to the uh, presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let everybody know, these people that are are that they brought out to talk to us, mm-hmm. you can't tell them you can't tell them apart from Eve nerds. You you just can't. They they look like Eve nerds, except for the marketing person, of course. Yeah, she was nicely dressed, but <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's like you got one of the guys who's been playing for fifteen years. Uh-huh. He's playing on they they call it the worldwide server. Yeah. Um, there's another guy who plays on Serenity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, they got like one guy with 15 years, one guy with, I don't know, I think he may even, he had, but long time Eve players, right? Yeah. It was, this. it was like the other two, the two that had the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. were three years. Wow. wow. Yeah. So the people that are making Eve echoes are not like, you know, just thrown in, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not like CCP programmers who don't know how to fit ships. Yeah. And as we've learned yesterday. Yeah, they don't fit very well. Uh, well, Ryan said that they don't know how to do it. And then yeah. uh, in the following presentation, uh, was it Wonder Boy? Uh-huh. Uh, came up and said, yeah, I don't know how to fit ships. I, I was horrible. <laughs> I, I wish I could have this. Some of the stuff that's coming up. So what? So you're big into data and uh, bots is something that you cover very well on your blog. But um, this next presentation that's coming up today, like, what are you hoping to hear? Or what are you expecting to hear? Okay, so one, I want to hear about the economy. To, okay, so Burger, CCP Burger made a statement about that the blackout did not affect PVP at all. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. However, I can think of three explanations for why CCP, CCP Burger would say that, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not that Burger is, I, I'm thinking that he's lying or anything. I'm just, I'm just wondering what they're what their logic is. It's, it's sort of like, uh, you know when you were in third grade and you had math problems mm-hmm. and the teacher said, show your work? 
Yeah. I'm hoping that, that don't take me back there, but yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm hoping that Larkin is going to, in his presentation, he's going to show the work and, and show all the, the, the really cool backend stuff that yeah. all the data nerds would like. Right. Um, so you're looking for to see like how they see the data. Yeah. And you're expecting to see a little more of that in this presentation. Yeah. It's yeah. like, how are they viewing the data as opposed to how I view the data? Because they have a lot more data to look at. Yeah, sure. Because um, it's like I've got like Dotland data. I've got the the monthly economic report. I don't even try figuring out Z-Kill board data. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just too complex for me at this point. Yeah, it's it can be quite dense and, and very yeah, hard to really. get through. Yeah. And then I know that it doesn't have all the data there because I know because some of my kill mails are not out there because I have mine on private. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's still a bunch of people that don't want to put their API into uh, into Zkill, and they don't frantically put in their their kill mailings, which is what I did <laughs> for the longest time. Like I was like, every time I got a kill, I was like, oh, let me get the kill mail and, and the link and put it on there real quick, so yeah. everyone knows that I'm a cool dude. And yeah, everybody used to do that, right? It's like post yeah. your kill mail. So that was a yeah. thing yeah. that happened. And, and, and like like I said, I have not killed anybody in the game since. I killed some NC dot who, guy who tried to gank me in a low sec belt back in 2011. <laughs> oh, he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. he definitely Those deserved NC it. Those NC Especially, <laughs> especially since I, I didn't have tackle fit on my procure. Yeah. And uh, you know how I killed him? He tackled himself in the belt. He couldn't get away from the asteroids. So there's actually that happens. <laughs> expert pilot. It wasn't me. It was expert piloting from NC. It happens quite a lot. Uh, there was a guy, his name was Evil Edna, and he was like a, a huge uh, high-end PvPer back in the day. And he fit up a crow. Uh, they called it the Teamwork Crow, so they put like every single best module that they had in the game on this crow, and he would go out and kill people. And the, the way it died is, because it was otherwise like unkillable, is he was orbiting someone and just hit an asteroid and bumped. And all of the missiles just that he was like speed tanking just all hit at once. <laughs> and he exploded to like this this guy who had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Asteroid says no. Yeah. Yeah. So you cannot pass. Yeah. So you know how like people think that people that mine don't know how to like really pilot and stuff? Yeah. I was actually in the middle of an asteroid belt. I, I had figured out a path so I could like warp out if needed. Yeah. And so I, I'm in the middle of this thing, and, and this guy, and this guy in a in a thrasher comes in. Mm-hmm. He tackled himself. Oh, well, pity for him. Well, yeah. thanks, Noisy. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're having a good time at this convention. I agree with you, all the stuff that you said about like you know how it's dense and stuff. So yeah, okay. thanks for coming by. And okay, I see her. So so yeah. Next we have uh, who's a fish. Uh, she's actually new to the Eve community. Uh, and she spends a lot of her... How's it going, first of all? Good. How are you doing? Good. It's Lisa over there. Um, Surviving. Yeah. It was a long night. It was really fun. Permaband was awesome. Right. So actually, you've... Uh, your boyfriend... Oh, sorry. Can I do that? Your boyfriend plays EVE Online, so you're aware of it. You've been playing mobile games that are like EVE Online, and you've switched over to uh, concentrating in, on EVE Echoes, and you've been paying attention to it, right? Yeah, I actually do think there's this whole lifeline of players uh, that have been kind of disappointed in the mobile gaming sector. I think not a lot of developers are making mobile games a long-term investment. They're kind of turn and burn. And so you have a bunch of these communities of people who are really interested in these games that are investing their time building these teams and building these small communities. Mm -hmm. And I consider what it would be to be almost like game refugees We've kind of gathered a big group. I'd like to give a little shout out to OBS. You know, um, one of my guys, Kaizen, has been doing yeah. great at helping recruit players and 
um, getting people like more interested. And I also actually wanted to take a little bit of time to thank um, some of the positive Eve vets that we've met that have been very welcoming into the community because um, it's that's what it's all about for us. Is yeah. We just want to find a like-minded community to be able to share this experience with. And I really, um, experiencing eVegas for the first time has been incredible. So yeah, yeah it's been, it's just been. I, I know you've had a good time. I've watched <laughs> you running around with this big yeah. smile on your I, face. I'm, it's ironic because my boyfriend's been, you know, an EVE online player for a while and he's just never made it out to any events. He's always been more of a solo player. Yeah. And him seeing me get so involved in the community has made him more interested in yeah. in it. And even our guys who have been playing Echoes are actually right now playing EVE Online so that Whoa. they can prepare for EVE Echoes. Well, that's one of the dreams, right? Like, uh, Yeah. It's always like super infectious. Like uh, when you mentioned like veteran players are really happy about it. I see that all the time, especially like uh, with uh, new, like, new communities coming to the game. They just uh, they get excited sharing their passion and seeing new people come in. They're like, oh, this is great. So you see a lot of like older players uh, interacting with like especially new player groups in Eve Online. Um, you oh. recently saw like NNC.corp move over to Pandemic Horde just because uh, it's it's just infectious to 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 spread that joy. Yeah, we actually um, when Echoes did their battle against the devs, mm -hmm. um, we I met a bunch of New Zealand players. One in particular that stood out to me, Spool uh, Liger. He was from Trimark Industries, but he's been playing you for a while. And their kind of group was playing the game. And I just remember they were showing Fleet Command. I think we had about 70 people. And everyone was divided up into teams of 10. And I was just lost. But I was just kind of trying to find my place in there. But it was really cool to see some uh, vets just take initiative and kind of mentor the noobs. Yeah. And be like, come here. We're going to teach you how to play. We're going to kind of show you the ropes. And I'm really excited to see some more um, e-vets come into Echoes and maybe help um, continue to facilitate that. So for those that haven't had a chance to tinker with Eve Echoes, obviously if you're here, you can go and check it out. But uh, a lot of people haven't. What's it like? Like, how do you play it? What do you do? I mean, I think it's mind blowing. I think the graphics, for one, are incredible. There's definitely a lot of features that are still going to be added in. But mm -hmm. as I've heard, uh, when Eve Online started, there was a lot of features that uh, weren't all included, and they've kind of been refining it. Uh, Rax had a great presentation on it. There's a lot that they're going to be adding in, but the experience is. From what vets have told me, they really enjoyed the UI. They it was it was uh, delivering that same Eve experience, gotcha. um, and I think a lot of people just giving it a chance to see and try it, they might be really surprised at finding that they really enjoy it. Yeah, and and you mentioned it uh, for mobile games. It felt like there's so much churn and burn to just get that quick buck, yeah. uh, but it's it's nice to see like a, a more established game going on. And there is a huge community out there for mobile games. I don't want to out myself as a Pokemon Go player, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a Pokemon did. Go player. And when there's like a community day, uh, like near the mall and stuff, there's like thousands of people out just like on their phones, playing these games, interacting with each other, bumping elbows. So uh, if, if Eve Echoes can capture like part of that, that would be neat. And obviously if they can even come into Eve Online, that would be even better. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a huge opportunity um, and mobile gamers are kind of shoved off to the side because people don't really think that they can have these rich experiences and yeah. worlds. But I really do believe that it is possible. Um, I think that CCP working with NetEase is kind of like an alliance. And NetEase, yeah, they do have a team um, that have been playing the game. So it's not just people who are kind of coming in and taking a license. It's people who are really passionate about the game. And that's what's so exciting is we want a game that's for gamers, 
by gamers yeah. and who are going to understand that we don't want pay to win. And actually at Rex's presentation, he said that they don't want pay to win. They know the community doesn't want that. And that's a huge issue with mobile games. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of like the the thing that they have on the like the word on the street is like, oh, their mobile games are all pay to win. But yeah. uh, Echoes is definitely not fitting that mold. So I think also it's a part of the um, part of it is going to be the community having that attitude of we don't want this pay to win. We let them know, and NetEase has made it very clear that they're here because they want to hear our ideas and they want to know um, what they can do to make this game. Uh, give that same rich experience like Eve Online has been doing yeah. for years. So it's not like uh, your standard cookie cutout game that they put an Eve skin on top of. They made it clear that it's like from the ground up, a global server. It's uh, uh, you know it's Eve, but it's on mobile device, which gives you more options to play. Like when you uh, have some spare time in between two things that you're doing, you don't have to sit at your desktop to play it. But these games are not not connected. Uh, they're just two different parallel worlds, but it's the same kind of flavoring. Yeah. That's the way I've understood it. We've definitely, yeah. I've definitely heard a lot of uh, interest in perhaps one day bringing these worlds together, but right now they're keeping everything separate. Yeah. And I think that's actually a better idea just because it gives um, you know new players a chance to build their own new world and kind of see how that structures. Yeah. And it might not have the same exact story as EVE Online, but it's going to be a new story, and that's okay. It's okay to have a little bit of a different story yeah. um, behind that universe. So this is great. So you dove right in. You came right to E-Vegas. Yep, uh, dove right in. And you like it? I, I love it. I honestly think the community is just like infectious. It's just every seeing Permaban yesterday, seeing everyone be so excited and just seeing really supportive people. Yeah. Um, you know, because when we had this mobile game thing happen and the update really disappointed the community. Everyone's like, where do we go? Yeah. Um, a lot of people, you know, try to go into other games. We tried WoW, and I just, like, wasn't thrilled with the community. Yeah. Um, there's nothing like the EVE Online community out there, and I think when more people know about it, and that's something that maybe mobile games can do is let more people know about how incredible the community is, I think it's going to just continuously flood in some new players. Yeah. That's funny. It reminds me of uh, when EVE Online started, you had – Refugees from other games come into Eve Online because it yeah. was the bigger, better version mm -hmm. of what they were doing, like, um, like Earth, Home and World, Earth and Beyond. Exactly, yeah. That's that's how I first got into uh, Eve Online. It's because uh, Earth and Beyond closed, and they sent me this email. They're like, "Hey, you want to check out Eve Online?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, might as well. Why not?" Don't and even me. when uh, Dust was around, like uh, on the PlayStation, there are people even in my alliance and my corp that joined just because, because of Dust. They're playing Dust, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, I was playing the shooter and." I realize it's about some inclusive world with Eve Online spaceships. Let me let me check this out. So. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I knew a few people. One of my good friends, um, so good, I'm blanking on his name, Stargazer. <laughs> Tiberius Stargazer. There's a few Stargazers, but yeah. Tiberius Stargazer was my friend coming from dust. So, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Well, great. I'm glad you're having a good time. Uh, I saw you dancing. You pulled... The NetEase people out to dance with you? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, we just wanted to, you know, make sure that they got to be included too. Yeah. Um, just really love what CCP is doing. And then just wanted to also, you know, give them a shout out and let them know we appreciate what they're doing and really like that they're getting more involved. All right. That gives us good hope. Well, thank you very much. Here's a fish. Nice thank to you. see you here in person. Nice to meet you guys. And yeah. nice, to, nice to continue um, watching the community grow. All right. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Next, we have a special guest for you. I don't know if this might be the first appearance. So you were going to see for the first time Katia Sia, who... 
How do you say this? Because it's at, <laughs> it's astro, it's not navel, so you circumvented yeah. the galaxy. And and good morning. <laughs> yeah. And now you're here. This your all your travels have led you to this and moment. It led me to this moment, absolutely. <laughs> and and um, outside of my comfort zone by a big shot. So yeah. I'm very nervous. We and, know you're shy, uh, but we dragged you on. <laughs> dragged me on. Uh, but yeah, in my mind, I've always heard it as Cadiusse, although I've caught myself all week in saying Cadiusse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I've heard people say that to me. And uh -huh. uh, yeah, so either way is fine with me. Yeah. It's really funny. There's like this this really fun energy just surrounding you somehow. I, I we, we met at uh, Eve Toronto or Eve North in Toronto mm -hmm. for the first time, and I got to see like there's this little buzz where it's not it's it kind of feels like Eve rock star status a little bit where everyone <laughs> just get like it's really excited no matter what line of like right the game they're from right yep. so they're like the most hardened PVPers are like oh this guy it's he's, he's been amazing. very strange yes. yeah some of the folks that have come up and said I'm actually a fan of yours and I'm like going what do you mean I'm a fan of yours <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's just been cool it's been really great it's Katia everybody like <laughs> you haven't if you haven't gotten that yet um, so. We talked to you already about your, you know, your mm -hmm. trip and how right. precarious it was and how you managed to outsmart or um, evade uh, people who were hunting you. And sometimes they got pretty precarious. Right? <laughs> they got passionate about, yeah, coming after me. Yeah, for sure. A nice way to put it. They were determined. Determined, yeah. You still absolutely. managed to slip them. Yeah. Lots of luck, lots yeah. of planning. And in known space, of course, you have tools available to you to find out, you know, what area are you in and all that stuff. So you can do intelligence. You just have to take time. And that's the thing, how, how patient right. are people right. actually willing to, to do that? Well, one thing I wanted to tell you, and uh, if we had a trophy, I would have it here. <laughs> so I should try to find it. But uh, I was talking to CCP and I called him CCP Master of Puppets. But <laughs> it turns out that's a Metallica song and I was thinking of the wrong thing. But it's a CCP Muppet Hunter who uh, I believe he is the game developer lead. And he was fascinating. We were talking about player versus player isn't just when the lasers shoot. It's not pew, pew, pew all the time. It's, uh, it's actually when you're thinking about other players and you're thinking about what they're doing so you can compensate what you're doing. And it, that is PVP. It's a consideration of your dangers and how to evade them. And so probably... For me, without a doubt, the greatest PvP player of EVE Online is right here with us, <laughs> Katya. Even I would argue that. <laughs> I know there, there are plenty that disagree, I'm sure, but it's, I don't know. it's an interesting yeah, perspective. People ask to look at my kill board and they're like, well, you only have a few kills. And I think, yeah, but look, look at how many deaths I have. It's so few. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super efficient. I'm yeah. super efficient. I totally, right. I'm super efficient. I am not killed often. And when I am, I get super mad and embarrass <laughs> myself. So, But yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Um, and I know we're joking about it. But player versus player can be so much more than just the head-on collisions of players and ships where things go and get blown up, um, which is actually where I take a kind of like a separate road from people who say, we just want to see more things blowing up. And I'm mm -hmm. thinking like, well, I want to see more opportunities to escape. I want to see more opportunities to sneak up on somebody or these sorts right. of things that are also PvP. Right. That's part of what makes like that one kill super valuable, right? It's because you know how much it's worth. You know how much effort went into it. Mm -hmm. uh, you, have to, you have to hunt for it, you know, right. like so, right. it, especially like the, in the very early days of EVE, it was all about like getting someone in a situation where they can die. Uh, and that's why you get it. So right. that's why you see people roaming around for hours going after these kills because you know how, how fleeting it can be sometimes. 
that's that's a very interesting point, and that might be the separation between uh, small gang stuff because you're a little wolf pack kind of hunting, mm -hmm. so you are having to put in some work. Yeah. As opposed to when it feels very arranged, like okay, everybody, it's time to get in, show up, we'll get you there. Okay, we're all here. It's gonna happen. And then it, you know, and then it happens. It's like okay, that was a we just kind of showed up and we traded some shots at yeah. each other. But that that has a whole new level of like trying to uh, outsmart and and right. outsmart your opponent <laughs> and, and trying to bait them into a situation where they don't just warp off and leave, right? Yeah. So, uh, but that's at the fleet commander level. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, and that is like amazing stuff to get all those people and uh, you know unified and moving at the same time and stuff like that. But from a from like an F one pusher perspective, it's kind of like okay, I'm you know I got my spear, I'm marching behind the yeah. forty guys in front of me. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm in formation. Uh, you just have to do your part, uh, but but when you're hunting around for something, it might feel a little more delicious to be like, yeah, that paid off. You know, all that you know kind of work that we did. So uh, that's pretty interesting. Not to take anything away from all your fleet commanding, at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to diminish <laughs> yeah, it. Good, yeah. Well, anyway, so you've been interviewed several times. What's that been like? I have been. It's uh, it's a totally different experience on coming to something like this. Uh, it's it's hard to describe. Uh, uh, it was Steve Mesner yesterday with PC Gamer was talking to me and interviewing me. And uh, there was a point that it kind of got a little emotional, you know, telling the story and all. Uh, it's, it's rather surreal. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. Did you have, uh, do you have any highlights uh, from this Vegas? Like this is your first one? I uh, actually, Toronto was my first oh, one sorry, back first in June. No, that's uh -huh. cool. This is my first Vegas, um, yeah. but my second Fan Fest. And uh, to me, it's just really seeing the passion. I, it's, it's, you don't get a sense of it, you know, and huge shout out to Streamfleet guys. I mean, they work hard, Yeah. but they're all smiling, believe it they're or not. They're working hard now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> it's a sense you really don't get on camera. You don't get to see it on, on the screen at all yeah. when you're watching it from home, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, meeting people here, meeting my fellow players, meeting the devs, you really do get to feel mm -hmm. and sense from their body language and how they're talking and describing the passion that they have for this game. I know a lot of folks think the devs must hate us, right? And so, but they don't. I mean, the gods can, hate us. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. But you come must to one of these, more sheep. and you can just see it in them. I mean, yeah. every single one that I've met has just been just passionate about what they do. That's kind of like what's special about E Vegas, or what sets it apart from all mm -hmm. the other, like uh, from FanFest and Reykjavik and uh, some of the other events. It feels like half of the event is not the presentations, not anything. It's just running into people. And talking to them and just like having uh, showing fun experiences about Eve, seeing a dev in the hallway and like pulling him aside. Um, that's always been what separates Eve Vegas and like makes it special. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been great. It's been a blast. Yeah. Well, terrific. It's really Thanks. good to see you. Yeah. Great I, to see you guys. I see somebody walking by that I'm going to pull in right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll get him here in a second. But it's really nice to meet you. I've had nice a really nice time talking person. to you and your lovely wife that you brought. Yep. Thank you. And yeah. uh, she's, yeah. She having a good time too? I think so. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, uh, we're having a really nice time in the hallways, talking and uh, catching up on some of the some of the stuff that we have uh, yeah. seen. She made the comment that you know it's, it's interesting to see me in, in a different environment because I'm much more lively here than I am you know, <laughs> anywhere else. Like if I go to one of her parties, I'm the quiet guy in the corner, you know. Yeah. So well, you're in your element, I'm man. In, I'm and, in my element here, and you're a celebrity so. here, so that's awesome. But yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. We guys. appreciate it. Thanks yeah, very much. Thank for you. All right, so next we have another special treat. God, we're full of special treats today. Um, you have seen him before on Talking in Stations, uh, but he was on camera remote. So this time we'll see him in real life. And this 
is uh, the founder of fraternity Wind Spirits, and he's coming on in just a second. Hey, how are you doing? Yes. Hey, yeah, how's it going? Fine. So, Wind Spirits, how are you doing? How's uh, how's this E Vegas been for you? Well, I didn't exactly oh. participate. Sorry, I didn't exactly <laughs> participate in any event. I uh, bring my family around to see shows and stuff, but yeah. it's good to get to meet you. But guys. you've made some time to come over and yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, next time you'll be what, Eve uh, San Diego. Next year will be Eve San Diego. Let me bring this down to no, just bring it down to there, right here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah like uh, that's what I was saying. Like, it feels like a lot of E Vegas is just like meeting people, hanging around at the convention, and, and just. Well, this uh, is the last one. So yeah, time. last one in Vegas. Yes, <laughs> next one is in San Diego, but uh, they're going to have Fan Fest in the spring before that. I don't know when uh, Eve Moscow is, but um, yeah, so it's going to be. I think there's some talk. I think it came from uh, the stage that Eve. San Diego will actually not be in October like now. It'll actually happen like uh, in September, I think. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, look out for that. But um, about you, so you're the founder of Fraternity, and uh, you've been, have you been coming here and making any deals with anybody? I love to think. In Vegas? That, yeah, in Vegas. This is my second time here, yeah. and um, I love to make some deals, but <laughs> right now I don't exactly run Fraternity. Uh -huh. I wish I had more time to play the game. Yeah. So, um, I think maybe three, four years ago, I will, if I make it here, I will make some big decision for the alliance. But nowadays, I can only play maybe intensively for a month or two and I have to go. So I don't want to be in a position to make the big decisions and not able to. You know, yeah, that transition is uh, really, really hard to make. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If uh, it's really demanding game. Yeah. So. And the, like when you're at the level <clears throat> that you, when you were like at your peak, mm -hmm. like trying to just put your toe back in the pool, it doesn't work. You want to yeah. jump all the way in again. So. I think the most intensive uh, moment I had back then was uh, back when I found the fraternity back in 2013. Mm -hmm. And back then I was, I think, I run 10 accounts at the same time, four titans across the board. <laughs> and then I just preach you guys around. Yeah. So in in <laughs> Chinese much. time zone, I basically, all the NC, PL, and back then was Nelly. You yeah. guys are just waiting in station. And then waiting for me to get on my Titan, and I'll sign you guys somewhere to just start. Yeah, I remember so, that. Really well, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the FC. How long ago was that? That was back in the uh, BTAC R age. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of that war? The Halloween uh, Halloween war. war. Yeah. yeah. So, no wonder so Larrikin was, was like, "Hey, it's because uh, I was like, this is CCP Larrikin," and he's like, "Well, you know me as Dark Razor." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the Australian time zones and the, the Chinese time zone kind of like sync up pretty well. So. <laughs> yeah, he's Australian, yeah. so that makes a lot of sense. Not many Aussies left in this game. Well, they are yeah. playing some other games and kind of going to hibernation now. So. Yeah, or they or they get poached to to work at CCP. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> good ones get taken. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is not your first Vegas. You were here last year, I believe, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing you and Noros together. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. He's not uh, willing to come here this time. I'm not sure why. How does that work though? That you you were the founder of Fraternity, but you said like I can't. I can't play the game enough to be the to be the leader of it, so you hand it off to somebody else. How's yeah, that work? This, this is not the first time. Fraternity had been run by the decision maker had been switched. I think same with PL. Yeah, uh, it used to be Sadu, and then before that, who, who was the guy who was uh, Seamus? Seamus, yeah. uh, who was the founder of Snug Snugadier, right? Mm -hmm. So Fraternity had been handed over to different leaders, maybe four or five times. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of the beginner, and then I came in in between, and then. It was kind of exchange between me and Norris. And they always respect you and hand it back to you? No, no, no. I'm, well, 
How does that work? How do you get it back? This is EVE Online. Why don't they say, mm, I think I'll keep it? Uh, good question. But, um, <laughs> uh, well, in, it just for, always does. Well, at so. least for me, I, I don't, I'm not those power-hungry kind of type of leader. Yeah. So when I lead the alliance, I want to be able to provide uh, my members with valuable PvP content. And when I see that I'm not able to, mm-hmm. and I don't have the time to do that, then I simply hand that to someone else. Uh, yeah. Even if that person might not be doing as good of a job as I did, mm-hmm. but he's actively playing and I'm not. So it's not fair for me to make decision in their step. And, and there's been some up and downs with fraternity and I respect whoever uh, make the decision and carry that out because that's an experience I don't, I think is a little bit selfish if I just hold on to it and not let anyone else try. Yeah, there's, a, there's a very long list yeah. of dead alliances where people... <laughs> Uh, in charge just want to stay in power a little bit longer yeah, yeah, yeah. and the the problem is like if you stay in power for too long then the guys that might replace you they're like ah oh, we want to go somewhere else now because yeah, yeah. uh, I've, I've hit a cap so I'll and never that's go the again. big issue with uh the game right now is these people they don't leave for another alliance they leave for another game yeah because oh, what i see right now is the big problem i, I talked to uh one of the dead the the other day is mm-hmm. about the keep story to me as a leader, okay, it acts like a, a honey trap, which players go in, they get all their big toys and stuff and that. And it's not like back then. Most of your assets are liquid assets, right? Cash, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When you don't like the playstyle of certain people, you, you just go somewhere else and find someone else who, who, who you enjoy playing with more. But nowadays, the Kickstarter, you have all the... It's like you have a, oh, your entire family there, right? Yeah. So you're in, you're the cause of moving the stuff is much higher mm-hmm. and sometimes the leader see your you know titan jumping out they will try to say what are you doing and, <laughs> yeah and stuff like that that's so, the last so, thing you're moving out yeah exactly <laughs> so so people tend to say well if you are not making the game fun for me then i'll just go play other game and i think this is the, this is very interesting really? it's kind of like winnie the pooh right like you come, <laughs> you come in and you're kind of thin but all that honey trap goodness gets you too yeah. big to really so want to leave reduce the player uh, life cycle so used to even online, you can explain a lot of different things and choices. Now you just accelerate the process with skilling plan, with all the ways where you can make it really fast. You get to those big toys really quickly. And then usually the leaders does not provide entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. They do not you know, bring your Titan out for a tour very often. So you're stuck there, you're bored. You respect your leader still, but yeah. you don't want to betray them or jump onto another wagon. So... We they saw like that other games. <laughs> that fast like armament happen mm-hmm. with the army of Mango, right? The an alliance mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. six six months old, and mm-hmm. they had already a super fleet going oh, out, already. like six month old characters mm-hmm. and super fleets. It's, it's... So Chinese players have kind of come in relatively. They've always been around, but they've kind of come in in the last year or two since we talked. Right when we, we talked, it was when a lot of four people years were ago about, was when the when the when they stopped updating Serenity and people start to. Uh-huh. Come to Tranquility four years ago, yeah, about 2015. I've been hearing that Chinese players are the future. What do you think about that? The future of what? The future yeah. of po- geopolitical. Uh, I mean, you must be getting a lot of people saying, like, please be our friends. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, that's we don't want not to upset a future you. that sounds exciting. I, I see Chinese players, I respect their play style, but it's a little bit passive. Uh-huh. I think uh, their real life. Um, they they get a lot more real life what I call uh, 
the life is more uh, rough and and busy and intensive. So in game, they like to chill more.、Mm. They play passively. They don't、mm. really spend a lot of time thinking about how to conquer this and that. So I think that kind of also maybe people blame RMT and balding for destroying serenity. But I think one of the biggest issue is this kind of passive game type style. You don't want to challenge. So when someone You know, kind of conquer everyone. Then everyone just say, "Okay, that's it."、We're、yeah, we we saw the <laughs> stay put. We saw like a different type of culture,、mm-hmm. like a clash happen, especially with、um, uh, the Russians in Eve Online, right?、Mm-hmm. So、uh, the Russians are like a very close knit community. They're all in、uh, like a handful of alliances, and、uh, like the Western alliances, they didn't really know what was going on with the Russians. So it was, it's easy to say, "Oh, you guys are doing this.、Uh, we have no idea what's going on here." I see a lot of the similarities with the Chinese, the way the Western alliances interact with the Chinese alliances.、Mm-hmm. They just don't get the the different culture、mm-hmm. uh, of how they play games, right?、Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, I um I I start a fraternity to sh- to show the Chinese players how how the game can be played differently、mm-hmm. and how some of the things that might seem impossible to achieve can be achievable if you just put in the time, effort, and tactics to do it. It's not. Always, when you see a bigger, you know,、yeah. super cap fleet,、uh, you're done. You can always work around it and try different things.、So、and how are they? How do they like? How do they take to it? Like, at the at the beginning, I think they are very, very scared、mm-hmm. of losing the very limited amount of things they have, basically. So,、um, but but nowadays, I don't know. There's several new leaders now.、Um, yeah, they have. They have snowboard、uh, the population into a force that they can make their own decision. I just hope that they can make the game exciting for the Chinese players because、mm-hmm. many of the Chinese players they they don't speak English, right?、Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember one of the story I keep telling them is that back then there was this Chinese guy who、uh, really enjoyed PVP but not able to understand English, so he joined uh, uh, PL and was on the pause、uh, trying to bridge into the battlefield, but he. Keep bumping the titan, and the FC <laughs> thought he's a spy. Yeah, bump him out, but、oh. he, he doesn't understand anything on comms. Yeah, he's jumping, and so so he got kicked out, and that's very innocent. So、mm. I started for Tennessee, so player who don't speak English、mm. can enjoy more content. They can try different things. They can FC in. So I hope today's leader, Chinese leader, they can offer player with more variety of experience, not just you know stuck in the corner space and. Fight internally among themselves.、Yeah. That's well, something that I don't want to see. Well, you guys have been like、uh, the kind of the only hot war going on for quite a while between Winterco and Legacy, <laughs> and、uh, I know a lot of the guys I was talking to from from Winter,、uh, they're having a lot of fun, or they were having a lot of fun with Elo. So Elo、mm-hmm. would like show yeah, the fleets and show them like a different,、mm-hmm. different play style. Yeah, not just Elo,、Indian. but all the I would say non Chinese player, especially in US time zone, Europe time zone, that join us.、Mm-hmm. I really. Give those guys a big thumbs up because they are. We do not have super cat umbrella for them to 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 uh rat or to to make it with, and they're willing to join to experience and not just you know go into any other existing super umbrella and just you know make it and stuff.、Mm-hmm. I think they have been really had a hard time、uh, mm-hmm. over the past six seven months, but you know、yeah. I hope more players uh um. You know, U.S. players and Europe,、uh, EU players are willing to go outside and do more challenging things instead of just staying put with the bigger lines. And which I think is not providing enough content to the player base of today's Eve. And I really appreciate Legacy, especially、mm-hmm. that they are willing to 
kind of they are con- actually one of the uh, entity that have been fighting a lot, and uh, when they end a war, they immediately try to uh, kind of transition themselves into another war. And they are a group that if I am living in U.S. long term, maybe I will join them. Them, oh, wow. nice. they're, they're exciting to be with yeah. and um, wow. I hope other, other groups are willing to do the same and make well, even more exciting experience for you heard it here the founder of fraternity if uh, he lived here would be uh, in test alliance because they're resilient yeah, and they're fighting back and that's nice yeah, yeah, maybe I'll fight with legacy one day who knows, who knows? That's right. You guys have a lot of options. Yes. A lot of, very exciting. Well, this is the kind of thing that you would hear at EVE Vegas. Two guys that are like blockbuster names in EVE Online talking about strategy and stuff. And so I want to thank you for coming by. I really appreciate it. Right. I, have to, I have to get my babies on the pancakes now. That's right. So. Yeah, no. All right. Thank you. Do the right thing. Thank you. Thing, thank you. Man. All right. All right. It's good. good to see you. Wait right. spirits. See you guys. All right. So next we have up um, someone from Streamfleet that I want to introduce you to because he's the next Matterall. <laughs> uh, and it couldn't happen soon enough. But um, no, this is six. Hello. How you doing, man? Doing, Good. Nice to meet you. In person. Nice Finally. to meet you. Apparently, we sound the same. Yes. So <laughs> the joke is that we actually sound <laughs> the same rolls. on air. We have uh, the same very soothing voice. I like to think. Uh, so I've been told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Tell us about your streams. You're a streamer, right? I am a streamer. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of a new player to Eve as well. Oh, um, somewhat. I've been playing Eve for about a year and a half mm-hmm. or so, and uh, I started playing Eve the same day I started streaming. Oh, wow. and that's how I learned how to play Eve. Really, yeah. on stream in front of everybody, in front of everyone. Yeah, from oh, day God. one. Um, so people were helping me kind of fit out or fix my my venture that was shield and and, and uh, armor fitted uh, that I was running level one missions with. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a very simple like. Eve players love like it's it's like a shared misery because there's no like there's no guide for the game like the right. tutorial doesn't really prepare you too much for exactly how things are gonna work so yeah. they love uh, like finding a new player and saying just sharing that experience so you don't have to go through the embarrassing loss of dying to NPCs with your exactly with yeah. your hull tank adventure <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, but yeah I, you know I stumbled onto um, to Twitch, uh-huh. uh, I think I ran across Tamiya Cowboy's stream, oh, yeah. uh, who helps a lot of uh, new players, mm-hmm. and uh, saw this this crazy old goat playing Eve and just kind of jumped into it. You know, <laughs> like that looks inviting. <laughs> Look what it did to that guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, totally. So it's uh, what's your full stream name? Is it? Uh, it's Six String Wiz, which uh-huh. is my gamer tag from when I was like thirteen. So, Six String Wiz, and yeah. that comes from what? I'm a guitar player. Oh, so, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Do you still play guitar? I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have a pretty large collection of guitars. But yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's a lot of fun. You ever play on air? I've never played on air. And surprisingly, no one's ever asked me to play on air. Oh. Well, this is where we will never be mistaken for each other because you're talented. And you, have, <laughs> you have actually a musical talent. Fair enough. Fair which enough. is great. Yeah. But you guys also have been doing it. You've been doing a ton of work with Torvald and uh, the other guys, Mr. Moses and Raiden. That's right. What's that like? Uh, working, working, almost working the uh, convention is part of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Streamfleet is, you know, really hard at work just behind the scenes, putting together the the show, both here in the main presentation room and also we have a, another uh, presentation room as well. Yeah. Um, and it's great. Yeah, you know, I attended E Vegas last year as a as just an attendee. Uh, I was part of Streamfleet, but I wasn't behind the scenes yet. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that kind of ingrained in, in Streamfleet yet. Yeah. And. Uh, it was a. Uh, it, it's been fun. It's been a, a learning experience, and I think the team works really well together. 
Yeah. Uh, both Nobu, Torvald, Raiden, Moses, EQ, everyone on the team just works uh, really well. Oh, okay. That's a EQ, okay. EQ, that's the guy. Right. The guy behind like the <laughs> CCP monitors <laughs> making sure everything actually gets on air. Yeah, yeah EQ is the, the brains of the operation here. Those are the people you can thank for this stream. So this is like, uh, we could never have pulled this off. It takes a team like uh, Stream Fleet and uh, with volunteers like six here. Thank you. Well, I can see the similarities. You have a very soothing personality and... Uh, and you're a new player, so you probably I'm a new player, yeah. get blown up a lot. Well, uh, you like know, I do. I, I jumped into Eve, and I really uh, I went into the deep end like pretty fast. I, I uh, aspired to be an FC. Um, oh. Started uh, a group called Entropic Collective. So we run invasion fleets. So shout out to Entropic Collective. Um, nice. We run invasion fleets all the time, and I was FCing for that, which. You're already my, FCing? My, my voice doesn't really lend itself for FCing because I'm like too chill yeah. for FCing. Yeah. Which is maybe not that common. You but. can you can definitely do chill FCing. Dude, it works. Yeah, yeah, I think you're a chill FCer, right? I've heard about at least being a little very bit calm. more relaxed. It depends. Some, uh, when things go wrong, then a little bit more heated. But, yeah, right, right. Uh, you, Let's hear you, you scream. Like, go ahead and scream at me. I, like, I literally can't because I lost my voice from last night. Oh, okay, so. all right. <laughs> but it's it's funny you say you're a new player. It's yeah. like Eve Online is one of the only games where like. Yeah, I've been playing three years. I'm a new player. Like, yeah, still, exactly. Right. You still carry that badge. <laughs> like, for... That's why I'm like, I'm a year and a half in, so I'm still a new player. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's weird. It's one of the things that uh, CCP Hilmar was, uh, I don't know if we actually caught this on the interview, but it's pretty interesting. And he's interesting because he'll talk. He's like, turn on the cameras, let's go. You know, he's like, he's ready to interview. He's not, he doesn't need any prep. He doesn't need to know anything. He just mm -hmm. like sits down, go. And then he interviews very well. The camera goes off and nothing changes. He's the same. He keeps <laughs> He's going. He's the same person. Yeah. So one of the things we were talking about was that uh, give or take from six months when somebody starts playing is a really critical period, mm -hmm. you know, which is why they're concentrating on that funnel up to that point. Because sure. you can really tell how many people are going to stick around in EVE Online by that, you know, uh, three months, I think, to nine or 12 months uh, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting. So I think once you're at three years, though... Mm -hmm. You're kind of a veteran. Like yeah. you're starting to really harden up as a, as a veteran because you've had enough time to do been, a range of things. Uh, properly salted by that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> properly salty, right. That's perfect. Well, it certainly is a pleasure to meet you. Likewise, yeah. Thanks for having me on. And uh, it'll be good to watch your stream and to raid you every once yeah. in a while and all that kind of Appreciate stuff. It, yeah. Thanks for all the work you've Big, done here. Yeah, thank you. Big fan of the show. So thanks. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Six. Yeah. All right. So uh, that is going to wrap it up for us, but we want to show you something real quick. There's a lot of gear that, ha that comes uh, at E-Vegas, so this is one of the things. I want to open it in front of you guys. Uh, I think this is an, a limited edition art book. Um, so I just want to do a quick... Uh, it's like an unboxing line. Unboxing, yeah, because yeah, you know, I heard this is really good for YouTube, and <laughs> you know, and there's some lady that makes like a million bucks just unboxing stuff, so we're going to do our version of it. Uh, I am actually not sure what's in here, but I think it's artwork. Oh. Oh, this is, uh, wow, check that out. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, they have this for sale here among a bunch of other objects. And um, we have uh, 3D printed ships now that are being auctioned off. And of course, there's a lot of like gear and it changes every year, which is kind of cool. Um, but I think there's probably, this looks like a plate of Jita. And if I'm not mistaken, that is maybe the old Jita. Uh, I don't know if it has the new stuff on it because this stuff was made a while ago. So let me further go into this and put this lovely box aside. Yeah, you were mentioning the uh, the, the three D printed chip models there. Yep. 
they're huge, hugely popular here. I saw uh, Suzuki Antiquarian. I've had uh, the pleasure of having a lot of interactions with him through the Alliance tournament and stuff like that. And I think that's the first time I've ever seen his face truly have joy. <laughs> is when he was like holding a magnate in his hand. He was like, oh, this is a magnate. Yeah, so this has a couple plates of art. And I believe, what ship is this, Elise? Uh, I, I don't know, actually. It was... Um, blinded by the light, so it's hard to, to see a little Yeah. Bit. Well, it has the artist's names on it. I remember this ship being made. It's, the, it's like the eagle or something. Uh, but these are like concept art. It's beautiful. It comes with it. So that's collectors. Uh, and then the last thing is this book. We'll go ahead and open that as well. I think I actually already have this book at home, but now I have a second one. <laughs> and this is, oh yes, Eve Universe. Let's just have a look inside here. Yeah, this is a this is a fun coffee table book that uh, Starships. The art, oh yes, you can you can bring like family members that don't quite get Eve. Like I know holidays, my mom is. She she tries to get Eve, but she's not quite sure. She's like, oh, whatever, that weird game. But I can give her this, and she kind of gets a little bit better perspective. Yeah. And she's like, oh, these are cool. Like this is what you do. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can admire this stuff even if you don't play the game. But it also shows you like, just how much work has gone into Eve Online over the years. I mean, there's a ton of art, uh, a ton of programming to make this kind of stuff come alive. But this concept art is absolutely gorgeous. And uh, that's the kind of thing that is for sale here at E-Vegas. And you can buy that, I think, probably off the Eve store. Um, but yeah, so I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? Um, if you guys haven't had the opportunity to yet or you're just not sure what you uh, want to check out from E-Vegas, I would highly suggest CCP Rise's presentation. That was yesterday. Yeah. I think it's probably the best Eve presentation I've ever seen ever like full stop whoa really um it the the tone of it was just absolutely perfect uh it's it pitch of, perfect for his audience right exactly yeah. and and for the like the mood of the game too right so it kind of brought me back to the what i call the golden era of eve where it felt like uh the developers were just players among us that were like super passionate uh, and they knew what was going on and stuff like that so uh for the longest time it felt like there's been a bit of a disconnect um a lot of that's just mostly perception and just yeah. communication stuff, but right. uh, I think he just he just nailed it and got it perfect. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, I didn't get to see the the exact numbers of the dreadnought." That's why I was disappointed. But the tone of his presentation was uh, yeah. very very good, and it just made me very excited about the the future of the game. So it seemed like he was speaking their language. Yeah, exactly. speaking to them like they understand it. Yeah, it, it yeah. definitely it, it was much less of a. I don't like a like a media blitz or anything like that. It was definitely for the players, for the exact mood that the players have right now. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was just perfect. You that's great. It. So that's CCP Rises uh, presentation that happened uh, yesterday about this time. There are more presentations today. We're still in the middle of the conference. And uh, if you happen to be in Vegas and we're watching this, we're going to all meet up afterwards at the Bird Bar to hang out with TIS. Actually, just two of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, there's like 12 of us here, but only two of us showed up in the morning. Uh, so yeah, hang out with us. And if you weren't able to make eVegas, like a lot of people weren't, we've been trying to produce stuff that is being published now so that you can uh, see some of the background stuff. And always check out TIS Discord for what's going on as people talk in real time and drop in pictures and that sort of thing. So I want to thank Elise yeah. for making it up this morning. Absolutely. It's got to be tough. 
But yeah, the, the TIS Discord has like an eVegas channel that you can opt to, into, and that kind of gets like a, a nice slice of life for what it's like. Uh, especially like two or three in the morning, you'd be like, where are you guys at? Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah. Find me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks very much. And thanks again to Streamfleet, Raiden and Miss Moses. Thank you very much for everything that you do. Uh, we want to uh, invite you to the next Vegas. It's uh, probably Fan Fest, and so maybe we'll see you there. I may actually make it there. It would be fun to see you guys there too. Uh, but from Las Vegas, thanks very much. This, this was Talking In Stations, and we will see you next time. <laughs>